Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Hey friends, I just want to let you know that your mental health matters. And this week, Beth and I are joined by Ryan Kassim. Ryan is an online health and wellness coach and mental health advocate. We discuss changing the way you talk to yourself and hint, you need to drop the word only from your vocabulary. We also discuss valuing our mental health just as much as our physical health, and we learn some interesting facts about Ryan and myself. Now let's get into it. Ryan, Kassim. All right, now I'm Kat- good. <laughs> Ryan, what's up, man? That was a tough start for me. What's up, guys? <laughs> wow, look at, all right, let's point a couple things out first. Let's point out Beth's tan. I know, I'm jealous of it, man. It's, it's not fair. My, it's not fair. And, and let's, ready to go. And let's point out Matt's beard. <laughs> looks, looks great. Oh, you're coming with compliments today for both of us. <laughs> yeah, All right. love it. What a great start to the podcast. I'd rather I'd rather start like that than be like, well, you look like shit. Or <laughs> listen, man, you're you're a strapping young lad yourself. So now that we've got yeah. everything established. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, doing pretty well. It's uh, actually good. It's a great day. It's a it's Wednesday. Um, I'm I'm getting ready to leave uh, for the week. I am going to Vegas for the weekend to see my favorite band of all time, Metallica. So I'm I'm looking forward to having ride the down. lightning, Matt. Ride the lightning, metal up your so ass. Yes. Enter the sand, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Dope. That's crazy. Yeah, man. You? Uh, I'm going with my lifelong best friend Dalski, whom we we talk about a lot on this podcast. <laughs> but that's yeah, awesome. Right? Yep. Little boys weekend, little guys weekend. So. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Beth, you're Ryan, in. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. It's like, uh, I just wrapped up a workout. Um, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to go home back to good old, the two Oh three miss Beth, good old Connecticut, um, oh. to go just to go get out of the city for a little bit, visit my mama yeah. and my, uh, and my, my puppy. So nice. yeah, nice. I'm just, uh, it's a, it's a nice day here in New York too. It's like 60 degrees, which is great. What is up with that? It's cold. Here. <laughs> I don't answer to the weather, man. Beth. <laughs> well, I, I, my friends, I don't know the answer. To. <laughs> well, it's freaking February and in Maine right now, it's like 60 as well. And it's going to be yeah. eight tomorrow. It's like, yeah, that, it's that sounds about right. Weather. Yeah. It's here in Ohio, it's pretty cold today. It's probably, I haven't checked, but it's like 20 degrees. But the last two days, it's been 50s, 60s. I was going on my walk in a hoodie. You wow. know, oh, it's teasing. Springtime is teasing us. It's so close. I know. I know. It's yeah. probably not a good thing. It's but like, I still like it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my short shorts. I mean, I wear short shorts when it's like 30 out, but like still like, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Like <laughs> some chubbies yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Got to rock the chubbies. I, I don't no, want to leave Florida right now. I don't want to go back to Maine. When do you go back? March 5th. Oh, you got time. Yeah, you still got a good week. <laughs> yeah, let's let's worry. That's a problem two weeks from now, Beth. You just come back a little bit darker, get that tan, so work on that tan a little bit more. Yeah. Look up the sunshine for us. All you can see is like my my teeth right now. <laughs> What's up with What's wrong with the teeth? They look great. Well, I feel so dark and then you just see my teeth. Oh yeah. So that's the best part though about the tan. It shows yeah. off shows off the chompers. <laughs> it's not like i don't know if you guys have ever seen friends but it's not like when you get like uh, Ross. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Ross. oh my god that was so funny that's right oh what a good show I, I actually i saw that popped back up um i think it's on either amazon or paramount plus or something right now and i was thinking about starting it yet again but um yeah. i always like to have some type of a tv show going when i'm working at night or something you know down on the couch mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. right now it's seinfeld actually so but that's about uh, oh, i love that yes. i love that yeah the show about this nothing is, this is my first time talking to you matt and 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 uh live yeah. and in person well not oh. in person but live yeah it's good to meet you man <laughs> i was i was excited to have you on here today yeah this, dude, is, how we, this is how we meet people these days we don't fucking see them in person we're like hey how you doing this is my new friend fucking ryan well i ran i randomly met beth at a seminar right did oh, i meet you there first time randomly or did, was, was it through inner circle it was there and that was actually three years ago yesterday wow oh, happy, happy friend anniversary yeah, happy, happy friend anniversary <laughs> yeah. yeah and happy happy um, engagement anniversary to hunter that's right they're married now Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
That's wild. But yeah, dude, pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> Likewise, man. Likewise. <laughs> so, dude, what is it? Um, so you're you are pretty you're pretty aligned with what we do with our our way of coaching and our philosophies. Oh, yeah. But I want you to introduce yourself for everybody that's listening. Yeah. Um, so my name is Ryan Cassum. I'm a I'm a mama's boy. I'm a I I love all things food. I love nice. playing video games. I love uh, uh, I don't know. I love you know you, you got the nerdy my stuff. Right Star Wars. Um, I love. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think things that like aren't fitness related because uh, that's I feel like that's all I could talk about these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're yeah. a pizza connoisseur. I saw. I'm a pizza connoisseur. So I have a. I'm from Connecticut, uh, which I said already. But Connecticut, in my opinion, is one of the best places for pizza, um, if not the world. Uh, which might be oh, a bold, bold take. The gauntlet down. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Okay. So, what's your favorite pizza in Connecticut? Because Sally's. you know, I was Sally's. Without That's hesitation, he says it <laughs> right away. So, so it's and where's that? Sally's. So Sally's is in New Haven, and it's it's right okay. right around the corner from Pepe's. Oh. I don't know if you ever have you been best the. the no, I haven't. Oh, Beth. Did they feature yeah. that on like Man versus Food or something? Both of those names sound very, very familiar. Like I feel uh, like that was a hot debate or something for they, the, for the episode. Pepe's. So Pepe's is is I would say nationally known because they're always like mixed in, um, like the top ranked pizzas in the world. No uh, shit. And in, in the country, really? um, in my opinion, they're they're overrated. Um, it's oh, good. Man. Like it's really good. Like if you went to Pepe's, you'd be like, holy crap, like so mm-hmm. good um being in connecticut you're just like yeah it's, it's good it's overrated it's not the best um but yeah so that would be that would be my number one in connecticut would be sally's sally's a pete's um but yeah so like yeah to go, <laughs> to go along with that yeah pizza connoisseur um <laughs> you know i've been uh you know i i went to college for health promotion health psychology uh couldn't get a job out of college so then i became a, a personal trainer because like that's kind of next best best thing um so i was a personal trainer for seven years then i worked in uh at the same time i worked in corporate wellness um and then nice. i launched my online health coaching business i think this summer is going to be five years oh, officially wow. you got ahead officially, of the game which is crazy i mean <laughs> I, I wouldn't say i got ahead of it i started um, I didn't know what the hell I was doing for probably like two, three years. Who does? Like probably most people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm grateful uh, when I did start. Yeah. Did you, you were in Jordan's first uh, business mentorship, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was part of the, uh, I guess the OGs okay. when, and I remember that too. I was literally, because uh, up to that point, I wouldn't say my business was doing it wasn't doing terrible. Like I was working a personal trainer job and it, it was earning me extra income, which is, which is nice. Um, and living in my mom's basement, like I didn't have overhead or anything like that. Um, and I clearly remember like laying in bed at like, I think it was at midnight and he had like just launched it. And, uh, I think it was, it was not too far off after I went to his seminar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I was just laying in bed. I was like, this is like such a big decision. Cause I think at the time you had to put like X amount up front, like a large chunk yeah. up front. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't, I really don't know if I have the money for this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like I need to do this. If I feel uncomfortable, that means I should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it and yeah, it, it, it completely changed the way I, I coach people. It changed the way I do transactions it changed the way mm-hmm. i i produce content like if you go back to my content like four years ago there's a lot of shirtless selfies probably like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lot of shirtless selfies and like right you know s- like silly things like things i'm like why why aren't people interacting with my content i don't get it. like mm-hmm. and it's like so yeah very cringy content and then you know over time you you through through that it really helped me yeah. be like okay like educate in a different way yeah Sure. And I love, I love that too. You said how investing in yourself and investing in that mentorship was very uncomfortable for you. I can relate to that. I'm Beth. I'm sure you can relate to that. Um, when I was looking to get online, move to move online, that was something I I did as well. And it was, it was a a substantial investment. Um, Mm -hmm. and this is kind of what we talk with about our clients and, and everybody too. Yes. Like working with a coach, that's an investment as well. You don't have to work with a coach, but 
it, it makes things a lot fucking easier if you do. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And and you will get the return on that investment if you take your, if you take yourself seriously and you're ready to work and be honest with yourself. And that's not mm-hmm. just for us as coaches. That goes to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of a reoccurring theme for us on this podcast too is exactly, being honest yeah. with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Is is this the no bullshit podcast? I mean, <laughs> the world's number one. Welcome. <laughs> Self-proclaimed world number one. Disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> that needs to be a category that people can vote on <laughs> what an honor this is great yeah yes, I and mean, that's and that's exactly like if i'm on the phone with somebody who who inquires about coaching that's like one of the first things i'll tell them too i'm just like like listen i'm not an asshole but right. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna bullshit you like i'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you what it is because it doesn't serve you if i don't just tell you straight up what's going on it doesn't serve me because you know yeah. i've been down that road too where you try to you know especially in person you really want to be like you want to you want to make someone feel welcomed and comfortable and and you're like you let me just like sugarcoat this answer so it doesn't crush them Mm -hmm. um but at the same time it doesn't serve them right and as as you guys know it's like you know sometimes the best thing is to hear it straight from you know the person you trust the most yeah and uh and obviously there's ways to do it in 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 a way that doesn't sound like right like not (laughs) condescending and breaking them down and exactly Um, I had an honest conversation with, with the client last week and it was a really good conversation. Um, you know, she was loving all the progress she was making and getting stronger and her blood work and everything was improving, which that's amazing. Right. That's, that's health right there. But like the scale and her physique wasn't necessarily changing in a way that she had hoped after three months Mm -hmm. and things like that, you know? Um, and I said, listen, I said, we haven't really looked at calories or anything yet. So we can do one of two things. We can look at calories and potentially have to start bringing them in and, and reducing them a little bit, or we're going to have to increase activity. It's one, one of those two things or both has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I said, I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but I know you've been very kind of resistant to that. So, um, what, that's what I have to say. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And she's like, you're right. And I'm <laughs> like, you know, she's like, you're right. And I appreciate you telling me that. Um, I'm like, that's, I'm not, I'm, you're not paying me to lie to you. Right. No, no, you're not. <laughs> right. So, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's like, um, I mean, perfect example. I had a, I had a client who threw out like, uh, who, who threw out, like, I, I starting to feel that feeling where I feel like I'm not making enough progress. Right. Or anytime you hear like enough or only, um, like those trigger words. Mm, Uh, so I literally just, I sent her like a video. I'm just like, Hey, listen. And and I compared to her data from when we started, I think she was like around 196 pounds. And then like, currently she's hovering around like 161 or something like that. I'm like, I'm like, look, yeah, I'm like, look, I'm like, one, you're being an asshole to yourself because mm-hmm. as soon as you say the word only, you yeah. completely discredit everything that came before that word, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I said, one, you're being an asshole to yourself because the person who started this journey, and I always like to, the big thing about before and after pictures too, is I like to point it there before pictures. I go, this before picture isn't wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with the person who started this journey because this person who started this journey mm-hmm. was doing all the work while having that physique, while having any health complications, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So who you are now doesn't inherently make you a better person, right? Because you had right. to do all the work when you started. So I was just, I was like, listen, don't discredit all the work you did. Look from a data perspective, how far you've come. Um, and just remember that when, cause there's going to be times where you feel like I'm not making enough progress per human. Like you're obviously yeah. there's, there's that urge to always yep. want something more. Um, but I said, when, when you have these moments, you have to just remind yourself of your roots, right? Because that person who started would be thrilled to be in that present day, you know, physique or condition. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's like things like that where you're just like, Hey, this is just the no bullshit facts of how, how it goes. And like, if you, yeah. if you rely on your emotion, then you're not going to, you know, get very far. We have to take emotion yeah. out of it. Absolutely. Well yeah. said. Uh, well said. The Jedi, the, the Jedi mindset. The Jedi mindset. <laughs> the force is strong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's something we hear a lot too, right? Especially when we set up a new plan for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that only word when we give them a three yeah, days or four day workout. Yeah. Um, what else is there? What more else? What, what am I going to be doing on my off days? Or, or you want me to rest for two minutes? Like what else can I do in that time in my rest times? Like, no, you fucking rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep, I always, absolutely. I always want more, 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 more. Is this it? Like, and yeah, the way, the way shit. I think, yeah. And the way I, at least I kind of get them to stop thinking in that way is like, 
has doing it that way, going balls to the wall, has that worked for you up to this point? Right. Yeah. It obviously it hasn't worked or worked that well or consistently because we're talking now. So let's try something different. Let's try to just try to do less because sometimes less is more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. about this, the sustainability and the consistency factor is, is mm-hmm. what we're looking for. That's what we're always looking for. Yes. I, I'm loving your the video series on TikTok that you've been doing about um, being in a deficit and you're including, you know, Kit Kats and, <laughs> and fucking nice. pints of ice cream. Oh, yeah. Well, so you're, yeah, you're in a deficit right now, man? I'm in a deficit want, right now. Let's let's hear about that, that little yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm inspired by a couple people. One being Jordan, because Jordan did uh, his Big Mac challenge, right? Legendary. Um, which was super, yeah. I, I think, pretty groundbreaking um, in mm-hmm. the fitness industry. Um, another person I'm inspired by was Jared Hamilton. He, he once did a donut a day challenge. Um, yeah. So for me, it was kind of like, well, I get super bored. <laughs> really easily. And mm-hmm. I don't want to eat a Big Mac every day. I don't want to eat a donut a day. So I was just like, let me eat a food that somebody deems unhealthy mm. every day and show people that you could still lose weight. Because one, what it does is it it includes a, a wider range of people, someone who likes Ben and Jerry's, somebody who likes sour cream and onion chips, someone who likes a Kit Kat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two, it keeps me <laughs> so that I'm entertained every day by like, okay, like how can I fit this Popeye's chicken into you know, my nutrition. Um, and then three, it's just like a, it's just like a, a nice way for me in a deficit too. So not only from an education perspective, but it's sharpening my relationship with food, right? It's sharpening my ability to include these foods that, you know, someone might deem unhealthy and it's helping my relationship with food so that I can have a more sustainable approach and, and less likely to overeat on something that, you know, when we get in a deficit, sometimes we tend to eat less of. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that was kind of like my inspiration behind it. Um, I think it's done, it's done pretty well on, on TikTok. It's got pretty well received. Obviously you have those people who are like, you know, you, you're going to go unhealthy. What's your sodium sodium intake, blah, blah. And I'm just like, my next video is like, oh, it's actually under 2300 milligrams, like blah, blah, like. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, but it's it's honestly be really well well received. Um, you know, I had a lot of people comment like, "Oh, this is helping my relationship with food so much nice. and all that stuff." And I'm just like, "Awesome!" Like that was my whole intent with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now. My my some, eat something unhealthy every day and still lose weight challenge. Do you? How long are you doing? Uh, are you in this fat loss phase for? Uh, so I'm probably gonna stick with it for like 60, I think 60, 90 days. So I'm big on, um, on, even when I'm working with clients on, on setting duration based goals, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to fat loss, because it there's, it's, it's a finite thing. I think too often when people do a fat loss phase, it's so open-ended that what tends to happen is, is people tend to fall off track more frequently because it seems like a forever thing and you don't have like a set. If you're, if it's like a set goal weight, sometimes that goal weight doesn't come until like nine months down the line. Like a big goal weight. I like to break it down into small chunks. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I like to go by duration. So like, you know, I tell my clients like, let's be 80% consistent for 90 days. Um, and whatever the result is after that, cool. We'll take a little diet break to give yourself like a mental and physical rest. Um, and then if we want, we'll evaluate and go back into it if they still want to lose some weight. Um, so I kind of take the same approach where it's like, I'll, you know, stick with this for 60, 90 days. If, if my, my biggest thing is if my energy levels drop at all, like my workouts are getting affected, I'm just like, fuck this. Like (laughs) I'm going to eat more because I I love working out and I don't want that to, I'd like, I could care less about how I look versus how I perform. Um, so I'm always, that's my biggest indicator is like, okay, my workouts start to suck. Let me go back into maintenance or something like that. Uh I love that. You also mentioned the mental aspect of it. Cause you know, like dieting for, for months and months or years on end, it's going to ruin your relationship with food and screw with you mentally. So just doing it in those two or three month blocks like that, get in, get out, and then get back to maintenance as quickly as possible, essentially. And then take, take a month off and then maybe do it again. If you need to, I think that really encourages a lot of different things, right? It encourages a healthier relationship with food and your body 
And um, mentally, it gives you that break of just the, the being more aware of, of calories and things like that. Um, me personally, I'm actually in a fat loss phase right now. And I know Beth was just in one um, prior to her trip. So I'm uh, currently preparing for my first powerlifting meet. So for that, I had to, yeah, I had to, um, I have to drop eight to 10 pounds down to 198. I'm down to 202 right now as of this morning. So I've got about another four pounds to go in about four weeks, actually. So I'm right on track, but I haven't, I actually haven't tracked anything yet up to this point. Oh, wow. I've just been prioritizing wow. my protein, um, nutrient dense foods most of the time. And then I'm still having a, all these other foods, you know, I'm doing, I've had ice cream. I've had pizza a couple of times, cake mm -hmm. for my son's birthday, all this other nice. stuff, you know, I'm just not eating like an asshole. Um, instead of my nightly right. bowl of cereal, uh, it's like a smaller bowl of cereal a few times a week, you know, things like this, those small, subtle changes. We don't have to get yeah. rid of everything. We just have mm -hmm. to right? be more mindful of it. I respect that so much because usually I, I intuitive eating is such a practice skill, right? Where it's where yeah. you probably spent so much time tracking and weighing oh, yeah. your food and all that. Um, even when I'm in a deficit, I still like to track. And, and it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting because when I first got into um, tracking, I started with like, if it fits your macros type deal. Yep. Same. Mm -hmm. um, and I literally had a tracking streak on my fitness pal for like 500 something days or, or maybe Almost even two years. <laughs> yeah, maybe even a little bit more. Um, and what happened was tracking. So one tracking gave me like such insight on nutrition and how that is the most important thing for mm -hmm. whatever your goal is. Um, and then what happened though, was I became so addicted to tracking calories wow. and, and mm -hmm. anytime I didn't, it made me anxious. Um, so I went through, like, I had to literally, I remember the day I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to log into my fitness pal and like, let that streak go too. So it was like a weird, like you have such a streak going, like blah, blah, blah. Right. So it was crazy, but it really like held such a power over me. So, yeah. um, I had to go into more of like a, more of an intuitive approach from there because i was like listen i've been doing this for like three years i have a yeah. i can look at a piece of chicken and be like that's 4.3 ounces of chicken that's going to be about 28.6 grams of protein you know that's like three ounces like i can do that right like i've been doing yeah. this for a long time um so it's interesting because when i track now for for weight loss i don't have that same uh, addictive connection mm -hmm. to it. For me, it's just like, I enjoy the structure of it. And then okay. when I'm in maintenance or a surplus, I can just do it intuitively. Cause I, yeah. you know, I can, I could go in and out of those things re relatively easily. Um, so it's interesting the, you know, at one point one extreme was for me and mm -hmm. now to be in a place where I feel very comfortable and, and I can easily disassociate the emotional aspect from, you know, tracking. Um, so yeah. I think it's, I think like, I think that's really cool that you're doing an intuitive approach, especially for your competition. Cause I'd probably be like, let me structure this. And I've been trying to not track for as long as possible. I'm not anti-tracking. I have a lot of yeah. clients tracking. Um, I do think, so when I get back from my trip, my trip from Vegas next week, I am going to start tracking for the duration of it because I need to make sure I, may, I hit my weight class. Well, mm -hmm. and I say I need to, if I don't, I just get bumped up, but I don't want to compete right. with the guys in the 220 pound weight class. That's, that's no. a big range of <laughs> right, right. with the big boys then. And not because well, they're also cutting down to 220 pounds. Sorry. Cause they're also cutting down too. So that, that big Those guys boy probably yeah. could actually be like a 250 pound guy who yeah. cut down to a weight class. Yeah. Right. And, and of course I'm doing this. I don't, I'm not doing this to, to compete with other people. This is my first time, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I want to be, I want to put up some respectable numbers for myself. Yeah, you know? so, right. Yeah. So, um, that's my goal and I'm really feeling invigorated by it and in this, in the structure of it. Like you said, yeah, that's awesome, man. Good for you. That's something I always thought of. Like I, <laughs> I've been through such phases with like uh fitness stuff. Like at one point I was like, I'm going to do a bodybuilding show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then at my gym. So I used to work at a little, don't shout out, but shout out LA fitness. Um, <laughs> and it had like the, um, meatheads and meatheads that went there. So there were so many like bodybuilder guys there. So obviously whoever the environment you're around, you're going to gravitate towards that. Right. Um, so I was like, Oh, I'll do a show, blah, blah. And then the more I'm like, talking to people about it or I'm in it, or, you know, I can notice my, my, uh, relationship with my body, like 
getting worse mm. um i'm like no way i'm like i'm not i'm not i'd rather like because i come from a background where i played you know competitive sports and and all that and i'm just like i don't want to go up on stage and and have somebody's judgment of what they think an ideal body type should look like and that's how right. i win i'm like that makes no that doesn't sound fair at all i'm like <laughs> so i always i always liked the idea of powerlifting um for that reason where it's like your athletic ability your training yeah. mm -hmm. um and you show it off on on one day i think the only issue for me was like uh my body like anytime i go i, I heavy 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 like my body's broken down so i'm just like got it i'm like what's end goal for from me all to this, get like from all the 500 pounds squat and then potentially blow up my knee one day i'm just like right. yeah like, right. uh, i'm good with that too i'm just like i'll just uh i'll just like be athletic and you just want to be strong and healthy that's not strong and healthy that. looking naked i'm yeah. like that's cool with me i'm good with that <laughs> yeah, yeah that's good goals right there and, <laughs> yeah and i and i just did it because um just to push up you know push something new and push outside mm -hmm. my comfort zone and yeah and i had talked about it kind of like you had talked about it a lot too with bodybuilding i had yeah. talked about it and there was this one guy in the powerlifting gym or my the gym i go to was he's really strong he has like 800 pound deadlift it's fucking insane but he was preparing for his powerlifting um meet at the beginning of february he's like dude like he's like you could actually go there and like what's stopping you like what what's stopping mm -hmm. you you know you're not going to go yeah. there and be competing with anybody else do it for yourself and like yeah right. and i've been yeah. talking about it for so long like time it's time to shut up and do it so yeah i like that because it's it's uh it's one of those things like when you like 10 years from now maybe you're like i, I really wish i did that <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah i respect yeah. the hell out of that good for you and in 10 years from now, I'll be 45. So I, I could, if I wanted to still compete, then I would actually be in the master's division. So, um, I, I think, I think that starts at 40 years old actually for, for powerlifting. So I'm not, uh -huh. I'm almost a master, you know, <laughs> I'm a rookie and almost a master at the same time. So I, I did look, um, I, I, I peeked ahead to see the other guys in my weight class. So I'm doing the open division mm -hmm. and the other two guys that have registered so far are like 20 years old. And I, I looked them up on Instagram. They're going to smoke me and I'm okay with it. So <laughs> good, good for them. Oh, They're fucking strong as hell. I, I, I don't care. So yeah, yeah. dude, it's I gonna love be that. Fun. You'll be yeah, fine. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And where is it? It's in Ohio. Yeah. It's over by Akron, um, in Orville, Ohio. It, and it's a USAPL san um, sanctioned tournaments or meet. So it's like the, the cream of the crop, you know? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's any <laughs> correlation there. <or> Colonel <laughs> shadow. Yep. yep. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Good for you. And what Beth, what are you up to right now? Oh, I'm just living life. Yeah. I love how you yeah, just I did a spontaneous road trip. What do you mean? Uh, it wasn't spontaneous. It was planned. Duh, well, I love that. Spontaneous for yeah, me to see you on, that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you weren't expecting it, so it was spontaneous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> One day she was in snow-covered Maine. The next, she's in sun. sun like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just go for the month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, no, but I took my son out of school for he'll be out of school for five weeks, and we rented an Airbnb in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. really nice. It's been really nice. Yeah. That's like the but, dream as a kid. Right. right skip school for a, just not go to school and go yeah. to the beach <laughs> yeah. he's, got, he's got a special interest project that he has to work on though and it's going to be about marine life so what's cool is we've done a lot of marine life stuff you know sea world mm -hmm. we've gone to like um, a couple of like aquatic aquatic centers here that's so, cool yeah yeah that's awesome Very so i work cool. in the more i go to the gym i joined a gym for four weeks <laughs> so awesome. i've been getting my workout going to the beach and working, which has mm -hmm. been interesting with the family here. What's the, uh, yeah. the, the old saying from, uh, what was it? Jersey shore, gym, tan laundry, GTL. That's you're living it or, or, yeah. or gym, you're pretty much living that right now. <laughs> I am. I am. She is, she's snooky, man. No, never thought we would talk about Jersey shore on this show, but here we are. Right. <laughs> and Beth is snooky. Is that what you said? Yeah. Snooky. She's our snooky. snooky. <laughs> Sober Snooky. Sober Snooky. Yeah, exactly. The opposite. She might be. I think she is these days. Pretty too, sure actually. most of them are sober. <laughs> I think they all are. I mean, you you have to wonder why after seeing that show, right? Like, holy no. shit. Oh yeah, absolutely, Crazy. absolutely. Didn't she just come back from Costa Rica? I did. It was freaking awesome. Um, I think my favorite part about it was that I wasn't on my phone the whole time. 
which was yeah. was such a I love that. It was so great because I could. Well, I could, but there was the barrier of like you. If you want to have service, you got to pay ten dollars a day. And I was like, well, screw that. <laughs> that was the I'm justification you needed. Yeah, exactly. I was like, nah, I'll be I'll be frugal on that. So uh, yeah. so yeah. So we so I went for a week for my buddy's birthday. <laughs> I had pink eye in both eyes to start the trip. So oh I- no, <laughs> are you both eyes? Oh, that kid. I was. I, it was so funny because like obviously you get the comments and the dms people are like oh like who's what butt did you touch or anything like that i'm just i'm like i'm like listen get, yeah i get the butt jokes that come with the pink guy i yeah. go but uh but it's so funny because all my friends i went with are nurses or health professionals and they're just like they're like you know that like mostly only kids get pink eye right i'm just like <laughs> i'm like i get it i get it i have pink eye in both eyes it's not a great start to the trip um but it was awesome i i uh we went whitewater rafting we i nice. rode horsebacks on the beach um hiked the rainforest i uh oh, bathed in a river i like sat in hot springs i did a volcanic mud bath um and what else would we do we went we we rented like this uh catamaran like and like in the middle of the ocean just like hanging out i was just like this is it was it was awesome it was oh perfect. heaven action-packed yeah week wow you probably needed a vacation yeah. from that vacation after that i know man it's well costa rica is one of those things where it's like you could you could do both like you can do the excursions where you hike and and there's so much to see like if you wanted to do zipline stuff too or it's that vacation where you literally could just hang out on the beach the whole time and 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 um you know listen to live music and all that stuff like you can do both. We tried to do, we tried to do both. Um, and we made sure to kind of like in be- the, after like excursion days to do like, just like a rest day or something like okay. that by yeah. the pool or anything like that. Um, but it was great, man. I, I freaking loved it. It was, it was awesome. I always want to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I mean, from the, the food, I it made me like fall in love with the rice and beans um the the people there were like super kind and uh you know (laughs) they had to deal with like my broken spanish um and uh yeah it was was, and and it was and it was uh there's a lot of things like if you wanted to buy things like super affordable um there's a bunch of like you know the fruit there the pineapple there was insane um the mango i had was amazing um but yeah it was it was it was a great trip that's one of my goals this year is to do do more traveling and yeah. um get at my apartment more i love that goal for you that's yeah. I, i'm a big traveler that's one of the main things i do is when it that's my like my main hobby i've always i plan everything around my trips you know mm-hmm. um hiking like you said um I, i've done white water rafting a couple of times it's it's just that feeling of um adventure and and just it's mm-hmm. so freeing you know it just really makes you learn a lot about yourself too yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and that's and that's something uh you know now that things are more opened up from you know covid and all that mm-hmm. stuff it's um you know definitely just like for me it's it's like yeah this is this is the time to do it i'm not tied down by anything i'm single uh no kids so i'm just like let me just get it in now you know yeah yeah are you going to be going to Texas for the Inner Circle Retreat? I'm not. Uh, I, I'm i really kind of bummed because my, uh, I guess I'm not bummed. My, one of my best friends is getting married and uh, oh. I'm, I'm one of the best men. So uh, oh, you kind of have to be there. i kind of have to be there which is tough but uh you know i was like even thinking i was like can i go for like one day and fly out the net like that morning i was like there's no way i'm doing that go don't don't you dare jeopardize like yeah yeah i feel you unfortunately no are you going best yeah yep oh man when's that taking place july something okay yeah i think like july 16th second or third week of july yeah and yeah. I can kind of relate to that to, to that too, Ryan. Um, so fun fact, uh, I am also an ordained minister. Um, wow. <laughs> Let's what? go. Yes, I am an ordained minister. <laughs> I can, oh, I my can God. make you do push-ups and I can get you legally wed. Is, is, Let's time. go. Um, oh my God, amazing. So there was a trip that I wanted to go on in September. Um, I can't remember where the trip was to, somewhere out west, do some hiking. And um, I can't go because I had already committed to to, um, officiating my friend's wedding Labor Day weekend. So, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not sad about it. You know, it's just bad timing. So 
Wow. Right, it's yeah. your first first one, first wedding. Um, those those will be my third. So I officiated. Um, so <laughs> I, did, I, oh I was a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I got ordained for it's, uh, my third this year. I, I did five last year. So oh, you meant this year? No, this, this, no, no, I know it's third overall. Okay, <laughs> third overall. Matt, yeah. Minister Matt over here. <laughs> Yeah, I did an Instagram. Post I was expecting to be like, yeah, it's back. my first one and done. But you're like, yeah, this is right? like my He's thing. I'm essentially how I break uh, up my summers. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, and actually, um, I had two clients um, that had talked to me about they were doing a um, uh, location wedding, right? Um, a, tra- a travel destination wedding is what it's called. And they were they were wanting me to come come to do their wedding on, on a beach in Florida, but it didn't work out. That but they they worked out, but um it wasn't Highly we requested. weren't able to make it work out for me to go there. So um, but that'd be really cool. I got I got ordained for my my middle sister actually years ago back in like 2015 or something um, uh-huh. as like my wedding gift to them. Like I officiated their wedding, and then I did my brother's wedding just like two years ago. And now this is actually a lifelong best really good friend of mine as well. I'm doing her wedding, so. Um, just keeping wow. it close with the friends and family, you know. My man's been registered for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yep. for all the ordained ministers that listen to this podcast, what would be your best <laughs> advice? Uh, oh, man, I was not expecting a question like that. The best advice, um, get to know the uh, people that you're that you're, um, you know, that you're wed, that you're legally wedding, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, what is the word there? I see, I'm in a, I'm an ordained minister. You're, you're even and I don't even know what, <laughs> never said he was the best minister. Yeah, no. <laughs> he does it. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's that way you, you can have some, some, you make it a little bit more, more fun. You know, um, you have history with them and things like that. Um, at least mm-hmm. that's for me because I, I don't do it just for everybody essentially. So. You're not just going to do it. I'm not for hire. Don't don't anybody get any ideas. Highly sought is that, after. Is that training, uh, Coach Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the new the new brand of the. Matt. <laughs> not only will I get you the results you want, but I will I will. Marry oh, I should you. never have mentioned this. This is gonna open up a whole can of worms. Oh, Minister Minister Matt Larfit, uh, <laughs> coming at you. Uh, highly sought after, ordained minister. Number one tip: get to know the people. Yes, <laughs> get to know the people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just marry anybody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't throw yourself out there. You're better I'm, than that. And I'm going to Vegas this weekend, so I should probably take that on my own advice, oh, too. Wow. So. Big weekend for you. <laughs> Is there With my best friend, we might get us? in trouble. Yeah. Now, could, could you marry yourself to somebody? Uh, no, no, you oh, can't do oh. that. I thought you meant actually just marry himself. Oh. Uh, I've thought about that. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, you've got to have um, an, an actual efficient. You can't do it yourself. So, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. Wow. Mm. Yep. Well, I'm learning a lot of new things today. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Minister Matt. I didn't know I was Minister Matt Larfit. I love that. New nickname. Oh Everybody, yeah. uh, now that I review okay. this podcast, what, 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 is review. what is something someone may not know about you? Yeah. About me? Let's, 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 um, do, let's go that route. I like that route better. Fun, fun facts about Ryan. <laughs> fun facts. All right. Fun facts about me. Well, we already said I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Um, you know, when I was when I was growing up, my mom was a, a hairdresser, still is a hairdresser. Um, so I would be the kid that would either be dumped off at her salon and like just like causing havoc in the back or I'd have a babysitter. So my babysitter would often just put on like all the Star Wars movies for me. So that's how I got into being a Star Wars nerd. Um, other fun facts about me. Um, I went through an emo phase in nice. fifth grade, you know, did the emo slash skateboarder thing. Um, let's see. I once had a fake, a fake pierce earring in fourth grade. Um <laughs> with blonde uh tips on on the hair so very uh very 90s yeah uh, absolutely 90s kid um trying to think other fun facts um man how old are you i really i'm 30 years old i just turned 30 okay okay. uh in october um for all the astrology people i'm a scorpio i don't know if that means anything (laughs) to anybody I'm sure it does. Um, I don't, I don't describe that's how I lose weight. Cause science. I'm a Scorpio <laughs> based on my astrology side. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I really, I really put myself out there on social media about like 
anything I do. I love music. I actually made an album in 2015 uh, called The Wheel. So I love to play guitar. I love to sing. Um, Okay. What type of uh, guitar and singing? Like, is it hard rock, metal? uh, Talk to me here. No, no, no. No, we're talking like, uh, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to, make you love me when i sing being like i'm gonna do like acoustic like like uh, you're john mayer like john mayer i just saw him the other ah. night he, it was amazing all right everybody was, check out ryan uh, what, yeah. what, was, what was the song called or what was the album called the album's called the wheel the wheel um it's on, it's on spotify and apple music um okay and uh yeah i actually saw john mayer the other night and it was great because um two of his uh one his drummer and his backup singer got covid like two hours before the show and he he played like mostly an all acoustic set which was amazing and then he brings in since we're in uh new york city brings in quest love like legendary drummer um to the show and and they like it was so good but yeah that's like my style like ed sheeran's my boy love ed sheeran yeah um okay Okay. i like sad music (laughs) like if you're if i'm working out too like sometimes i'm just listening to sad music and i'm just like i I love this song i do too i get right into it yeah yeah like put on some elaine is more set like give me some of the best workouts michelle branch i know yeah vanessa carlton Make my way yeah. downtown, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So those are some fun facts about me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, in terms of like my coaching style, I'd say, uh, I, you know, what, what, what I would say my, my evolving point from a coach um, was obviously when I started coaching, I, it was very, um, you know, you're in-person training and, and you're, you're doing that grind where you're, you're just trying to get people their physical results. And like, uh, there's like that, you know, part where corporate gyms will have you do their weigh-ins and do your, their measurements and their body fat percentage. And, um, sometimes it's a really discouraging process. And then, yeah. um, you know, it, it, what I was noticing when I was training people in person, I was just like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not really making as much of a difference with my clients as I'd like, because, you know, it's very surface level. It's very just mm-hmm. like one-sided let's work on physical results. And I didn't have like my <laughs> come to Jesus moment until, uh, I went through like a very deep, uh, depressive state a very super anxiety ridden state. And, uh, you know, I decided to go to therapy myself and uh, that happened like maybe five or six years ago. Um, and uh, it was literally just like, I was at such a low point. So I literally was just like, I, I had like a, I was on my sitting on my deck in, in my like backyard. And I'm just like, I like, I need to go therapy. I'm just like, this is like, you know, you kind of come to those crossroads. You're like, if I continue down this road, like who knows where it goes, you know? So yeah. um, enter therapy. And it's like one of the hardest slash most challenging things that I'm super grateful that I did because what it allowed me to do is one, just work on myself and, and be a more vulnerable person, um, learn how to communicate my feelings to loved ones, to anybody, learn how to set boundaries. Um, but the, the biggest thing it helped me with, and I didn't, I wasn't even trying to, to get this from therapy was it helped me with clients, right? Like it helped me with Ooh. understanding, um, creating behavioral change with clients mm-hmm. and, and being more empathetic and, um, you know, allowing clients to feel like they can be vulnerable and, and, in a comfortable place. Um, and that's really like, once I started paying attention to that, especially with clients, um, that's when I, my clients saw the best results because, you know, I really adopted the pers- the, pers- the, you know, quote that, you know, any physical results you get are, are temporary if they're built on poor mental or behavioral habits. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't, and I was that guy in the gym. Like I was that guy in the gym who, you know, physically I looked great. Like I probably looked way better than I did than I do now. Right. But on the inside, I was broken. Like I was I absolutely broken and, and nobody can tell. Right. Cause I'm, I'm very good at just like putting on a smile. Wow. Right. Like I had braces for two and a half years and all that. Like, Hey, it's a nice smile, but you know, it doesn't mean shit because behind it, I was hiding everything I was feeling. Uh, so that was probably like, that's the not so fun fact, but it's the biggest fact in my life that has allowed me to make the most difference in not only my own life, but uh, my clients' lives as well. 
Yeah. I think that's the most important thing you've, we've talked about, honestly, right there that sure. I can relate to that personally too. You know, like you said, mm-hmm. um, you're, you know, back in 2016, 2017, I was definitely in, in terms of the way I looked, my physique, I was shredded. I had the, the bulging muscles, the, 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 the fine chest and shoulders and biceps and, but I wasn't happy internally. I wasn't happy with myself. I was doing it for the wrong reasons, trying to make other people happy and impress other people. And and it wasn't until I started looking inward and seeing like, why the fuck am I not happy? What's what I've got yeah. everything I was looking, I, was, I got everything I was working towards, right? I got the six pack, I got the girlfriend that I was after everything like that, but it wasn't working for me. So uh-huh. um, had to open up that internal dino- dialogue and, and figure that shit out. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And Beth, I know Beth, like Beth has been through the gambit as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I think it helps me become a better coach just having gone through that. And I may mm-hmm. be a little bit tougher in some areas because I feel like, you know, when you do really hard shit, you, I, I think a lot of people, uh, people underestimate the power of what they can do. Mm-hmm. And that's where like, it's like, if I can overcome something like alcoholism, you can do what you want to do to get to where you yes. need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes from a different place. Possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How long, how long, Ryan, was that kind of journey for you, that, that kind of discovery and and learning about yourself and, and just kind of adapting to a new mindset or, I mean, it's probably still ever evolving, obviously it's, it's never, it's not a set thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was just talking about that with, um, I had a really deep conversation with a friend the other night where it's just like, it's interesting once you start, uh, whether it's you start going to therapy or you start paying more attention to your mental health because once you do that it's almost like uh you're awoken to the Mm -hmm. fact that you're broken right we're all broken in some way and it's an interesting thing because before you notice you're broken there's like almost like that sweet ignorance where you're like yeah all i have to worry about is going to work and and making sure like i talk to friends and stuff like that but you know once you're able to recognize like you know if i want to you know be able to mentally withstand what life throws at me and, and, you know, and enjoy the most out of life and enjoy the most out of moments. Um, then you have to, you're, it's a constant, right. It's, it's a constant. It's, it's, it's like, and that's like the interesting thing. It's like, you know, I think I still go to therapy. I go to therapy once a month now just to kind of check in with myself and to challenge myself because like, Mm -hmm. it's the hardest thing for anybody to sit down and talk about themselves for an hour. Um, mm-hmm. and not just like surface stuff, like, Oh, where are you Very from? You know, you like pizza or it's like, it's like, no, it's like the deepest shit that maybe yeah. nobody knows about me. And maybe I know about myself, but I've repressed it a bunch. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, it's an ongoing thing. Right. And, and I've been going to therapy consistently for about four years, almost five years now. Um, and I, I originally went to therapy. I had my first introduction to therapy when I was in high school, my parents split up. Um, and that helped me a ton too. And so it's something that's been an ongoing constant in my life. Um, and I'm sure anybody listening to this can relate to where it's like, you know, once you are become aware of, you know, the, the ghost in the machine, then you kind of, it's a constant work in progress, you know, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's not something that gets talked about a lot, especially from a, from a male perspective is therapy and, and, and working on herself like that. That's, uh, that's fucking powerful, man. I, 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 tr- yeah. I do appreciate you sharing that with us. And that's something I think, um, as I'm di- diving into your content, I definitely see that. And I try to talk about that stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, that we need to break down that stigma th- of men yeah. not being like, just be fucking strong and hide your emotions mm-hmm. and you right. know, show you show emotions. You're weak. That's bullshit. You know, yeah. it's super yeah. important stuff to talk about. I try yeah, to tell talk to my my son about that too, because he tries to hide that he's upset or that he's going to cry. Mm-hmm. And like it's okay to cry. Like yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be upset at you for doing that. Like you don't yeah. have to play Mr. Little Tough Kid right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and to be honest, when I first started, like my intention, I didn't even think about like what other men, you know, don't talk about or anything like that. I just I was just like, I need to just talk about me going to therapy because it, it helps me. Mm-hmm. Uh not hide it. And because if I, when I, what I, I noticed when I first started, I was just like, I f- almost feel like that crazy person or something's wrong with me that I am going to therapy. And I was like, no, nothing's wrong with me inherently. It's just like, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to therapy because I want to help myself. And, you know, if me talking about me going to therapy helps anyone, amazing. Um, you know, and, and obviously, yeah, with with males in general, it's it's one of the big topics. You know, obviously, male suicide is one of the higher, higher things in, in the world. Um, and then also just like I was raised by a mother who wears her emotions on her sleeve. And I was raised by a father who comes from the Middle East who doesn't, you know, I, I didn't hear him say, I love you for years or like tell him he was proud of me for years, you know, or get a hug or anything like that. So, you know, when you have like those two dichotomies growing yeah. up in life, it's like, it's like, you know, I'm an emotional kid who doesn't share his emotions and that just carried with me to my adulthood. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's ultimately why I started like anytime I go to therapy, I always talk about it on my stories. Cause I'm just like this, I need to talk about this because if yeah. this helps someone who's struggling and they see this and they see me going through it and they're, that's their signal to be like, yeah, I can do that too. Then that's my ultimate goal. And then same thing with my content. Like that's one of the biggest things I'll talk about. I'm like, yes, obviously a calorie deficit. Yes. Obviously, you know, lower volume foods, high protein, if you're trying to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, let's talk about, you know, your, your mindset through it. Let's mm -hmm. talk about, you know, maybe why you self-sabotage because, you identify yourself as the always going to be a fat person or, or anything like that, you know, like let's talk about behavior change. Let's talk about, you know, habits that don't serve you all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Super wow, important. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, shoot. Our hour's almost up. Uh, <laughs> <Let's go>. um, <laughs> yeah. That, that was really powerful, powerful um, stuff there. Beth, did you have anything to add on to that? Look like you wanted to say something. No, no. Okay. I think I think just the stigma around things like uh, mental health and even like I was just going to say um, about, you know, even coming out as an alcoholic, like things that mm -hmm. people may judge you on are very hard to talk about. Mm -hmm. and so Especially when you line. put it on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Being very like, vulnerable. Anything. Very vulnerable. Very. It's like like Ryan, like making the decision to like suddenly like, fuck, I need therapy. Like that's not an easy yeah. decision to come up, with, you know. Mm -hmm. to just do it because of a you're like do I really need therapy am I that person you know you start to yeah. second guess like everything kind of like with me drinking I was like fuck I have to identify myself as an alcoholic like that was mm -hmm. the hardest part of actually going into AA was like fuck everyone's gonna judge me like that's the first yeah. thing I thought like there's no way that I could be that person <laughs> right even I'm sure even when you were telling people closest to you that you had a problem right yeah. or like that like you identified like that, like same thing with me when I, I remember like, I felt so much anxiety, like just telling people yeah. I was going to therapy, you know, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, weird barrier we put in front of mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And it all changes with how we start talking to ourselves and, and trying to mm -hmm. shut off, shut out the outside world sometimes and stop listening to some of the stuff that's out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. very true. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard to do. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. a, lot, a, lot, a lot easier said than done, for sure. There's yeah, a absolutely. lot of help. There's a lot of help out there. You just have to, yep. you know, make make the change choice. So Ryan, mm -hmm. uh, where can people find out more information about you, your socials, website, uh, anything you want to plug? Give yeah, it to us um, all. <laughs> all right, let me get the laundry list. Um, so <laughs> website is body, bodybrian.com. Uh, TikTok is Ryan Cassum. Uh, Instagram is Body Brian Fitness. Um, I have a Facebook group called Body by You where I do live webinars each week, just like trainings and stuff like that to help people. Um, it's called Body by You, yeah. And then I think that's pretty much it. Like that's all. That's all. That. Need to know. <laughs> awesome, Address. Man phone number <laughs> <laughs> social security number please I think that's all much. we require to be on, this, uh, on the podcast <laughs> absolutely well awesome, i appreciate man. you guys having me on thank you yeah, so dude, much thanks for, thanks for coming thank on thank you so much yeah absolutely. i know i gotta i i gotta i gotta matt you're in ohio yes mm -hmm. are you coming to east coast anytime soon actually I'm coming to Maine in March to, to meet Beth. Um, nobody, Live podcast? This is us announcing it, actually. We, yes! So um, I'm going to be meet, coming to pod, uh, Maine to meet with Beth, coming talk about podcast. the podcast, and just collaborate on some stuff. Um, yeah. Like, I leave the day after my powerlifting meet to come to Maine. <laughs> wow. visit Beth. So yeah. it's, it's super. So I'll be out that way. So, yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. That's awesome. You're going to make sure you try the, the chowder. 
the chowder. <laughs> chowder. Definitely. I don't know if you like lobster. I, I love it all. I love seafood. It's not. It's an odd time of year to come to Maine, though. It's going to be either like yeah. muddy, cold, snowy. Um, I, there's like a lot of the seasonal places won't be open. Got it. Mm. Yeah. That's you okay. Know, like the summer, but. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm going so, and I'm going back in August then too, Ryan, because we're going to do yeah, a, exactly. a hiking trip together with a couple of other people. Wow. So. Yeah. that's awesome. Yep. Hey, Ryan, if, you're, if you if you want to join the hiking Katahdin trip, you're more than welcome. Yeah, come it's come a, in what August. Was the second part of it, a co-what trip? Katahdin. Uh, we're going to hike Katahdin, Mount Katahdin. Katahdin. I mean, what's so? What does my hiking skill need to be? Because I have I have Merrill hiking boots. Does that? I don't know if that qualifies me. Um. Well, you should be Bad. good. I mean, I, well, I don't know what Katahdin's like, Beth. So you speak for it. <laughs> it's 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 difficult. It's probably will okay. be the dif- most difficult thing you have ever done in your life. Uh, Holy crap! <laughs> um, I'm I'm just being honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's over five thousand feet elevation, and it's you're you're bouldering and like rock. It's not like a hike through the dirt. Wow. Right. You're above tree lines, so you're like end up like in the sky. It's like the end of the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Wow. So you're actually both. So I've done the craziest hikes I've done. I've done, I've done Zion in Utah. Okay. And we nice. did like, we did like angels landing and we did like the, um, I forget the river one, but we did that. And then we, we did some other hikes, but I've never like actually bouldered during, during. Yeah. Hike. It's, I mean, there's some of it. So Google what Mount Katahdin and like the hike and okay. you'll see what I'm talking about. Right. And that'll, that'll be my like, I think I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be good. I think and I think you're gonna be great. Yeah. We we just started our Instagram group chat with everybody that's going. So if you want in, we'll add you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, add me. Um yeah, yeah, I'll add to my traveling I mean, trip. You're, you're close enough, right? We're we're thinking like the third or fourth week in August. Okay. And yeah, I'm planning on getting it. like a big, big house to that I'm renting. Dope. Um so yeah. I think it sleeps like 20. Perfect. Wow. Or the Mary that's, that's the one that I want to get anyway. You got to fill it up. Yeah. That'd well, be we, 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 <laughs> you can't hike in a big group like that. You have to separate. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like small groups um, of probably like four or five or 50, something. It's to the point where you have to sign in at the ranger station and then you have to sign in when you come back to make sure that everyone's safe and off the mountain. Yeah. 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 Now that we're putting right. the fear of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll order some flares on Amazon now. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome yeah. i've done it seven times to- i've done it seven times if i can do it you can do it for sure okay all right okay there it is all right add me to it but yeah i'll add you right after this yeah i believe oh, wow. and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, iris and my yep. friend mandy and um matt's friend dolsky is that his name yeah my buddy my best friend that i'm going to vegas with this weekend he's already committed oh. to it as well so how okay. many is that so far i'm not sure is that six five or, or six five or six <laughs> yeah. and care of the one <laughs> that's awesome dope yeah. hell yeah that'd be fucking no. amazing ryan for sure i know that's in where is it is, is it in maine it's Where a Baxter, Baxter, it's Baxter State Park. So we would be, okay, so you've been to, uh, where have you, uh, Bar Harbor, right? Yeah. So think a little, bit, a, little, a little bit past there, not too much. Okay. Millinock oh, at Maine. Okay. Maybe I'll make so, a trip out of it, stay at my aunt's for like a little bit. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah, she lives right in, in Acadia, so. Okay, so uh, yeah, you are you won't be far from it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Oh. Nice. All right. I'm in. All right. Make it yes. a trip there it is. We're just going to get everybody right. on the podcast now to start committing to That's it. Right. <laughs> right. Forewarned, who's ever after this That's podcast, right. we are going to ask you to hike my right. <laughs> So. You call I'm yourself gonna... a fitness person? Yeah, to get on Mount Katahdin. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, starting trends with us. Let's do it. (laughs) We're gonna have Minister Matt. Uh, If there is a couple that would like to go, if anybody wants to get married to the top of Katahdin, let's do it. Wow, Minister Matt Lar Fitness. I love that. (laughs) That's gonna be great. Oh man, this is gonna be fun. Awesome. Yeah, All hell right. yeah. I'm done. Hell yeah, dude. Sweet guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much Bye. again. Absolutely, you, man. Ryan. Thanks for coming on. Love you guys. Love you too, Bye. man. <laughs> All right. Later. Bye. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. 
Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so 